You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. It is absolutely amazing that I get GP in here two days in a row. How are you doing today, GP? Better than yesterday, I hope. Uh, you promise you're not going to send those pictures. I, I'm on the show right no, now. No, I, I, so. we got to cut. That. We, we got to cut. That. <laughs> okay. Actually, we're not. Actually, we're not. I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say we could ease into Cuomo because that sounds something yeah. like Cuomo. We could. We done. could ease into. I don't want to ease into Cuomo at all, right? I don't want. There's plenty of stuff that's good, that's easing uh, uh, into no, that guy Cuomo's right now. Cuomo's been trying to ease into other things, so yeah. He that. has. He has. Some more videos have surfaced uh, into that. We can talk about him, but I, I want to lead today with this because I called you about, about an hour ago, GP. It feels like it's only been a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, when I talk to you for an hour, it always feels like a couple of minutes because it's just so energetic, right? The, like the conversations <laughs> that we have, right? It's just, it's so invigorating. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so charged up. So, but how, I, so how is your therapist? <laughs> Good? Yeah, he's fine. Uh, I, yeah, he, he's fine. I, I just got off the phone with him before you. So yeah. okay, good. Yeah, okay, good, good. All right. So what do we got with what do we got Cuomo coming up? Right before? No, no, no. We're going to start with the schools because you remember yesterday we talked about oh. the LA schools. I asked you if there was a plan yes. to open the LA schools. Well, mm-hmm. there is one. There is one. I found out about oh, it last gosh. night after we went off, and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Microsoft have come to the rescue and they fixed everything, so you're not going to have to worry about it. Oh, great! Yeah, vaccinate yeah. all the children before they go to school. Well, no, not quite. Not quite. Not quite. But they have mm. figured they have worked that into the plan. But I'll get into that. Mm. Bruce, how you doing? Doing well, healthy, alive. That's good. Are you feeling better? I am. Yeah. Just, did you get uh, some sleep? I did. I got a okay. little bit more sleep last night. All right. So just so we're clear, GP, you didn't sleep in the dirt on the U.S.-Mexico border last night. However, the night before you did. Yes, I did. In the freezing cold. I was talking to Marty today on the phone and he's like, what's going on with GP? <laughs> it wasn't freezing. <laughs> I said, the poor guy got left on the U.S.-Mexico border last night. He was freezing out there in the middle of the night. And he goes, oh, yeah, I remember the days when I got left behind by the by the people. It's in Cyprus, actually. And I, I curled up into a ball until I, <laughs> until I could walk back in the morning to keep warm. Pretty much is what you do. Yeah, but that's you good. dig a hole and fill it with debris. And then you lay on top of that debris. Yeah. Yeah. It all works the same. Yeah. Well, you got plenty of debris right there over over your shoulder there. Uh, I got plenty. There's debris everywhere. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's I tell you what, before we get into the L.A. schools, I'd like to talk about the person that is responsible, I believe, for keeping the schools closed across the nation anyway, because a lot of the teachers unions across the country in the U.S. are taking their cues from this joker, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci. I have a list here of how America's doctor, he's America's doctor, isn't he, fellas? Yeah, he's he's America's doctor, right? Your uh, silence is golden. <laughs> Your silence is golden. Uh, you know, I would prefer to have Dr. Seuss back. Dr. Seuss. I heard Dr. Seuss got canceled today by the Biden administration. Well, actually by Joe Biden himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't want, he does, he doesn't want to solve racism. It's want to perpetuate it yeah, because yeah. there's, there's, yeah, there's that. And then, of course, now we have to say goodbye to Mr. Potato Head. He's no longer a thing. He's he's now gone. Hey, hey, it's not Mr. I know. I know. Now it's it's yam. Is it a yam now? Is it a yam now? Okay. 
Okay, let's get into the Fauci flip-flops before we start with the schools, because this is going to be really interesting. So let's talk about how many times Fauci's flip-flopped across these uh, different issues, right? Mm -hmm. He was talking about in-person learning a number of months ago. Mm -hmm. So earlier this month, right, there was a uh, there was a massive Democratic stimulus bill, right? The one point nine trillion. Yeah, that passed. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness that passed. I mean, it passed. Now only, yeah, only 500, only uh, a couple of days ago, only 500 billion of it, though, is, is for COVID. The rest of it, they had to have it. The, the rest, I mean, it was an emergency. Yeah. They didn't have time oh, to think about it. Oh, for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Including, including a um, hundred million dollar underground uh, railway project for Silicon Valley out in California, because they, they need that for COVID, you see. Mm -hmm. And Amtrak. Okay. You know, I'm, you guys are, you guys are like, you know, being snarky on the underground railways and all that. Well, I was, I, I, we I had, need I had, better transportation here in California. Everybody drives. We have the I'm, worst infrastructure I'm in the country. The problem is, is this is a COVID bill. I know. Because it's totally and, related to COVID. Yes. And I had, as soon as I saw that project in the COVID bill, I had a, a reminiscent feeling sweep over me that you had told me about before when you were in Fresno, how they built that massive yes, central I know. station. That's exactly what's going to happen. In Fresno. I know. And, and the whole thing, like they it's built mad, the, the a, structure. They put water and electricity in it. The whole thing went bankrupt. Nobody knows where the money went, but all the bums are in there now and turn it into a homeless shelter. It's not shelter. in the building. It's not a building. It's the, uh, it's the, uh, the, the parts of the railway. It's the railway and the bridges. That's where oh, they're, they're okay. siphoning. I, I thought it was like the whole building and no, everything. No, and no, they, like, no, 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 no. The homeless had moved it's, in there. It's the railway. No, no, no. It's the railway, and they're just tapping into the railway. So also out of curiosity, why, why should um, the American taxpayer pay for California's transportation? Well, Bruce, we're all one nation. We, we, have, we have to share the burdens of those costs, right? I'm being mm. completely Well, honest. comrade, I should start telling you that it would be good for all of us. Mm. That's right. See, now, Bruce, where's your where's your team spirit, right? Yeah, get on board with what I know. you're saying right there. All right, the yeah. Democratic stimulus bill was key to getting the schools reopened. Of course, now that we have the, uh, the key to get the schools reopened, well, Dr. Fauci said that, um, yeah, he, he was actually for it in early November, right? He was for it and said, oh, well, yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, we can get the kids back to in-person learning. Not a problem. And then he says to this point, he says the default position should be to try as best as possible within reason to keep the children in school or get them back to school. OK, that was his position in November. OK, he said the reopening of schools could be accomplished with little risk. He said, if you look at the data, the spread among children and from children is not really very big at all. Not like one would have suspected. So let's try to get the kids back. That's a very different position from what he's taking now. Very different. That was only a couple of months ago. So now reopening the schools. I mean, of course, we've got all the problems with like the teachers unions and everything like that. And then, of course, the two trillion dollar in, in uh, covid relief spending, the uh, American rescue package or whatever in the hell they whatever fancy name they put on it. Fauci was on George Stephanopoulos and he says the schools really do need more resources. And he said that on February 14th. OK, so about two weeks ago. And that's the reason why the covid spending bill that we're talking about is getting passed. We need that. The schools need more resources. Uh, where? How? Like, wh what do they need? Like. They were shut down for an entire year. Where did that money go? The Chumash Casino. No. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was waiting for it. I was, I was waiting for it. If you want to come down and gamble, uh, well, you got to understand they're still having to pay bills like leases. They're still having to pay, you know, teacher salaries. I mean, minimal power, teacher salaries. They're still having to pay elect Online some electricity. Learning. 
uh, some water, all that kind of stuff. Online, Online learning. learning. Uh, oh. The people to program that they have to make contracts with learning program, you know, to set up, you know, those programs. And there's mm. there's still a lot of money being spent. Who, who typically it's, pays for that, by the way? What do you mean? Who typically pays for that? As in, you're referring to the the state, or you're referring mm. to the taxpayer? Mm -hmm. Both. Well. Both in that case, it all comes down to the taxpayer. Technically, the tax it's the taxpayer. taxpayer. Yeah, yeah. It pays for it. Yeah. So, but I think all the taxpayers should pay for the California education system because that's just right. <laughs> no, actually, I I don't. But let's get back onto uh, Dr. Fauci here. But okay, so let's go back to that was the standpoint back then on schools. Of course, now he's completely 180 degrees off of what he said just mm. a few months ago. So within the last few weeks, he's come out and said, "No, we can't reopen these schools. Can't do it." In fact. The presidential report that was put out by the Biden administration, he was for it to reopen the schools. And then a couple of hours later, he was he was in the media saying, yeah, we can't we can't reopen the schools. Within a couple of hours, he changed his mind. Would he get a phone call telling him to change his mind? Mm -hmm. Just asking. Yes, I'm just yeah, asking. I mean, sounds sounds like that's the case, but. Let's go back to this. That, that, I want to have a phone call. I I heard it. I went. I actually kind of heard. Did you call him, GP? Kind of sounded, Did you call him? I, well, I heard a little bit of the phone call, and it sounded something like, "Do you want to kill yourself?" And then that they hang up, and then he changed his mind. It was crazy. I don't know. Yeah, kind of, kind of like, yeah. Okay, I'm not. Did he text at the last second? I have information on Hillary. Information and then, for Hillary yeah, Clinton. Yes, he did. That you saw it. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to this. Now, this is a good point here uh, on this one, GP. I want to I ask you about this because you know about this and I do not, and nor do any of us around here. You're the expert on this one. You're the resident. Oh, in September, right. in September, no, they're talking about like T cells and virus okay. replication. I am stuff. not an expert, but okay. Yes, we'll go stop with that. It. Stop it. I, I'm stroking your ego here, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. In September, T cells. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. In September, Fauci appeared to abandon his earlier optimism about pr a promising COVID-19 theory under questioning from GOP Senator Rand Paul, right, during the Senate hearing. Mm -hmm. Fauci in July had claimed that human T cells have the potential for preventing cells that are infected from making new viruses, perhaps stemming from memory from other coronaviruses that are benign, such as cold viruses. What's he saying? He's saying that... Your immune system, even even though it was exposed to something else, can still be effective to working against this. I see. Okay. In its simplest form, yeah. Okay. Instead of having to be exposed to the um, worst case scenario, worst kind of COVID, to mm -hmm. become immune to COVID like they do with like, you know, um, all pox and things of that nature. What this is showing is that your immune system could be, you know, because of exposure to more benign forms that it would also be resistant to this new form. I got you. Okay. Um, and then, of course, no, thank you. No, you're, you're, you're good. Thank you. Okay. So, of course, he's flip-flopped on masks, right? We know that. In the beginning, he said there's no reason to be walking around with a mask, right? There's no reason to do that. He said that in early March of last year. So exactly this time of last year, one year ago today, that's what he was saying. He says when you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit different. Uh, excuse me. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. OK, so less than a month later, he reversed that uh, that position, urging the public instead to put masks on while out in public. He cited recent information, not saying where, showing that viruses can actually be spread even when people just speak as opposed to coughing and sneezing, making face masks essential for slowing the spread of COVID-19. Now, um, uh, it would be helpful if he would, um, you know, say where that information came from, mm -hmm. you know, to to 
alleviate some of the, shall we say, conspiracy theories that have come up around this. Well, apparently he was referring to asymptomatic spread, uh, which is, yeah, that's that's there's been a big controversy about uh, about that from the start. Oh, so the the asymptomatic spread, which has like a 0.7 percent chance of spreading anyway, that's why we wear the mask, right? Mm hmm. But he said before, he says any form no, of... No, uh, we wear the mask because we're just told to, period. Yeah, that's, that's what we're told right to there. tie a red bow around our finger to prevent whatever catastrophe, to prevent an asteroid from hitting the Earth, and we all have to put that red bow on our finger. You better do it. That's science. Political science. Political science, yeah. <laughs> but he said before, he said in statements before that... There's no evidence to show that asymptomatic people actually spread infection. He said that before. We've played the clips of it here before. Well, the good news is, is that because of his stellar work, the schools are going to reopen. And that's good. That's good. His but, stellar work, huh? But, yeah, his stellar work. Bruce, you're, you're undercutting America's doctor. What's wrong with you? Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to do this with mm. a straight face. I just can't. This guy, uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so tired of this guy. I'm so tired of looking at him. Bill Maher was right when he says this guy's a downer, right? It, he is a downer. Name one positive thing that Dr. Anthony Fauci has done over the last 12 months. What's one positive message that he has given to people other than spinning you in circles and filling you with hopelessness and despair? He washes his hands. <laughs> yes, GP. He washes his hands. Yeah. <laughs> and he is, sits on fair. TV. Yeah. He, that's a positive you know message. That is a positive message. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we're all going to be a little bit cleaner. Thanks to Dr. Anthony Fauci. That's fantastic. Actually, now, uh, another good example is when he was at the ball game. Yeah. He, he yeah. Showed, he showed yeah. a great message there. Uh, yeah. That even professionals it, suck at throwing a ball. Bruce, I thought you were going <laughs> to... GP's losing it. I, I thought you were going to say that uh, he was showing exactly what you should do when you're sitting in the stands amongst people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a great example as well. Mm -hmm. No mask, no, no, no social of course distancing. Not. Of course, he said he was enjoying something to eat. Of course, he had no food there. He was playing on his phone. So that's, yeah, that's, that's fine. But Los Angeles, and this is, why we're, this is why you're in here today, GP. Los Angeles is going to take the lead in the nation in reopening the schools. Well, they're the mm. largest school district in the country, correct? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So why not start with the largest, right? Well, that's mm -hmm. good. That's good. Because Microsoft is to the rescue. They're going to fix this whole problem out there. So everything you have that's that's gone on with the schools about keeping them closed mm -hmm. and, and all the, the teachers unions and the parents and the, and the kids and everything and this whole confusion and you can't get the state government to do anything and no one can reach any agreements. Don't worry. Microsoft has stepped in, taken the reins of leadership and said, we're going to solve this problem. And here it is. This is what we're going to do. They're going to force students to use COVID apps and QR codes to enter the campuses. That's what they're going to do. And yes, I said force. The LA Unified <sighs> School District. Oh, yes. I, I wish I wish they tried this like 20 years ago when I was still oh. in school. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, 20 years so ago, fun. 20 years ago, they wouldn't have gone away with it. Oh, no. The L.A. Unified School District has officially launched Daily Pass. Daily Pass, right? It's got a cute little name, Daily Pass. Yeah, da Daily Pass. Yeah, it's great. It's great. As a matter of fact, wait till you hear how they're describing it and how they're rolling this out. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. GP, you're going to love it, too. An app designed to coordinate health checks, COVID tests, and vaccinations for a safe reopening of schools. Now, the L.A. Unified School District Superintendent, Austin Boitner, said... In his weekly update this week, he says, "Now this is how he's selling it to all of the to all the teachers and the unions and the mm. and, and the parents and the kids." He says, "It's sort of like the golden ticket in Willy Wonka. 
everyone with this pass can get easily into the school building. See, it's like going to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Yes, I would love to go to a place where there's a eccentric pedo that's running the place. (laughs) 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 That's where I want to send my kids. But GP, it's got chocolate waterfalls in there, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daily pass. And slave Oompa Loompas. Yes. Daily pass. Or I mean the the teachers. Go ahead. (laughs) Daily Daily pass. pass. Yes, daily pass. Developed with support from Microsoft. Now listen to this. Generates a unique QR code for each student and staff member that authorizes entry to a specific Los Angeles unified location for that day only. As long as the individual receives a negative COVID test result, a negative test result for COVID, shows no symptoms, and has a temperature under 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, that's the only way you're going to get a code mm-hmm. for the day is if you go through that upon an individual's arrival to their campus, their QR code is scanned by Los Angeles Unified Schools uh, school site leader who takes the individual's temperature. So not only do you have to get your temperature checked before you are issued the pass, you also have to get it again when you show up to make sure that you didn't spike a, a temperature by the time you got that code that morning to the time you got to that that location. Because you could spike a fever. Okay. What devices are they going to use to do this temperature? I use multiple forms to temperature. I'm going to say the the way that they're selling it. They are horrifically inaccurate. Okay. The way they're selling it in their promo video, there's a promo video to this they've put out. And it's been showed. uh, Anyone can go to the LA County's uh, Mm -hmm. Unified School District's website and Mm -hmm. and see it. It's up there. The way they show it in there is the uh, the laser gun thing on your forehead. Oh, that thing is is so inaccurate. You know, most people, okay, I've got those that show people at 94 degrees. Yeah, on I've a regular, not I, not on a that. not on a not on like oh, it just happens once in a while. No, I would say two out of I would say I would say one in seven is under ninety five degrees. Wait a minute, you mean you mean one of the largest parts of your body that helps regulate your temperature might not have an actual you know similar temperature to your core, your core like body? It, it's gonna, I know. it's gonna, huh? That's crazy. You know, somebody that wears a hat also, if you're wearing a hat and take it off, that's what they read it immediately. It's like, uh, well, I just built up a bunch of heat here, bud. I was going to ask. Or if you're sweating. What if you're sweating? Cooling. cooling? Yeah. It is the worst way to get a temperature. Okay. Well, the fact is is that these are the worst worst ideas that you could implement to, quote, get a handle on this problem. So this shouldn't even be an issue. So I I get what you're saying. But the whole thing that leads to this monstrosity of this this structure shouldn't even exist. Okay, it shouldn't even Mm -hmm. exist. So we're arguing a minute point in the grand scheme of things, to be fair. Right. Now, this is where it gets good. Daily Pass will also be used by Los Angeles Unified School-based vaccination program to register and schedule appointments, track vaccines in stock, perform check-ins and data capture at time of appointment, sort high-risk individuals. What's a high-risk individual? I'm assuming it's someone like uh, maybe a teacher or someone with immunocompromised or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's going to offer wait lists to low-risk individuals and dashboards to view data, among other features. These are all features. You see, these are all features. And it's all for your Wait lists. Yeah, wait list. Yeah. So... Interesting. So if you're if you're white, you're going to be on the wait list, right? Well, if you're a low risk individual, they don't say anything about uh, discriminatory practices in any of this. 
And I'm sure it's got nothing to do with that. I mean, it's it's about equity now, right? It is about equity now. Well, now the good news is is all this. Okay, so all these features, Bruce, all, all that stuff. The good news with this one, they say right here at the bottom, they say all of this information is shared with the appropriate authorities. Oh, that that's that's good. Yeah, because we definitely need the government to know everything about your kid. Well, yeah, and if they break any of these rules or they don't follow any of these things, then I mean, the the, the appropriate authorities have to be notified, and, and you're gonna you're gonna be punished, right? It's, isn't that what that is, right? The reward and punishment system. So it's almost like what was that? What was that other thing we've been talking about for the last three and a half years? It just slips my mind. Social, um, damn it! I, I just I can't th- social uh, social social equity social. Um, social engineering, social credentials, social engineering, some, some social yeah. credit. Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a crazy conspiracy theory. I don't know. What yes, yes, there. yes. Crazy conspiracy theory. Since last June, our teams have been collaborating closely with the Los Angeles Unified School District to support running schools remotely. Well, now see, that was, of course, to the rescue. There also was who. Microsoft. Oh, that's that, isn't that great? Isn't that great? Microsoft's corporate vice president of Windows Production and Education said, "We are pleased to be working with the Los Angeles Unified School District to help educate. Yeah, see, they just want to help to help educators, staff, and students return to schools sooner and safer. We are excited for you to start using Daily Pass. I'll bet you are. I'll bet you are. They are just foaming at the mouth to get their greedy little hands on all of that data." and to control your life. They are loving every last minute of that. According to the superintendent, the school district is the first school district in the nation to implement the technology. Yeah, if you can do it to the largest one, why not? Which allows school officials to keep track of the health status of everyone inside the district's buildings. Isn't that so convenient? I guess HIPAA laws don't apply any longer. I guess those are just now arbitrarily thrown out the window. Now everyone's going to have access to your medical information, right? That seems to be fine. The Daily Pass sets the highest standard possible for school safety, according to the superintendent. MERV 13 upgraded air filters in every school. Could you look up what MERV 13 upgraded air filters are? What's a type of filter? Cat dander, dust, mold spores. So basically nothing that's going to stop a virus. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it doesn't really stop. All right. So they've put MERV 13 upgraded air filters in every school, COVID testing for all students and staff at least every week, and now the Daily Pass. They say that the L.A. Unified School District is proud to lead the nation in creating the safest possible school environment. They're going to keep you safe. The school district said that the system is tailored to accommodate the diverse types of people who visit a school campus on any given day and to include functions tied to COVID testing and contact tracing and vaccination. That's great. What about the racial waiver? Uh, well, that doesn't apply here, GP. We're not we're not talking about that. How does that not apply? Minorities well, I, don't have to get the vaccine or any of that kind of stuff. Are they still so saying that? Is, yeah, they're still saying that. You're over kidding. here, they are at least. Over here, at least. I don't know about over where you guys are. Well, the UK was pushing that for a while, but it got some uh, criticism. And of course, what in the US, mm-hmm. you can't criticize any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Sorry, I, I was reading when you guys... What, what, what? What is being criticized? Oh, the uh, you got the minority waivers where if you're you're the um, of getting the vaccine and things of that nature, you don't have to. If you're a minority, that that is a thing here in the states. But if you have a religious waiver or any of those other, because mm-hmm. you know some of these vaccines are, but they don't care. Yeah, questionable they, when you're religious. Yeah, but um, they don't care. No, they don't. If you're religious, then you'll get thrown out. I what mean, if you consci- let, let me ask you this. 
Now, this this is a good question because this is my, this is my body, my rights. Well, yeah, but in this case, I, and I agree with what you're saying there, right? That's the argument you always hear about abortion is my body, my choice, right? That's what they always hit you over the head with is that that argument. Well, in this case, they've reverse engineered that, right? They've thrown it back onto itself. So they're saying, well, it's not about you. It's about you not infecting anyone else. So they, they make it about everyone else and not about you. So you see, you don't have a choice because it's your duty to protect everyone else. There's the argument to that. But my question is, what about people that conscientiously object? Is that an argument here? No, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same thing with the masks, right? If you go into an establishment and they say, well, you're, you're required to wear a mask and you say, well, I have a, a medical exemption. They don't care. They don't care. Put on the mask. Or how about the uh, Jewish family that was kicked off the airline here recently? Oh, God, I saw that. Because video. their 16, 18 month old wasn't wearing a mask. Um, so they were kicked off. They were think, clearly think, wearing a mask themselves. Think about, think about the lunacy of this. OK, if, if you're the average person, the average person, I'm sorry, you've got if you can't see through this, I don't know what to say. You go to an airport. Let's say you're getting onto an airline. OK, let's say you're getting onto an airplane. You go to the airport. You have to stand there in a socially distanced line wearing a mask. Correct. Then they pack mm -hmm. you onto the, the plane 30 minutes later like sardines. You've got to be able to see through this. You've got to be able to see through this as to how stupid this is. You, you've got to be able to see through this. All right, getting back to this. Uh, this Can I wear yes. a mask of just a tissue paper, just put, just like hanging? Well, GP, they're all tissue paper. They're all tissue paper. I, I mean, all... supposedly, we've seen is, There's a requirement for masks. Is there a requirement for a mask? No, they, you're required to wear a mask. There's an interview I'd seen with Elijah Schaefer on. Um, he wears a, literally, it's like you, you see the, the edge of the mask, and then uh, where the, the, the filter part is supposed to go, it's literally mm. pantyhose. Awesome. And he gets by with it. He said he's taken flights with it. He's gone into stores and, and nobody complains about it. OK, uh, where was I? Uh, while the app will not catch those. Who, now, see, here's the problem. Here's here's the real problem with all this. The app will not catch those who are asymptomatic carriers of COVID-19. So 80 percent. It won't catch 80 percent of those that's, that are infected. That's what they're saying. Yes. Awesome. But it seems like but, we, we have to have this system. Like, yeah, it, you, you got to have it. You, you got to have it. You don't have time to think. You, you don't have time to think. You just have to do it. That's what the EU <clears throat> leaders, I'm doing the quotes, leaders said the other day. We didn't have time to think about it. We had. We just had to do it. Really? Yeah. OK. You, you actually went against what your charter stands for that you're supposed to represent. I'm just saying. But we'll talk about the EU here in just a few minutes. But the school officials hope to address this issue through weekly testing of students and staff. See, they're going to do all the testing so they'll be able to catch those asymptomatic carriers. Mm. No problem. And I'm sure who's going to pay for that. You don't know. It depends. It depends upon whose family member is closer to the politician. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying that there is a uh, there's a good old boys club out there, GP? Is, is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm not saying it loud enough. I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're, you're not saying it loud enough. Are, are you saying <laughs> no, that are, no, you, no, are no. you saying that Governor Hairgel doesn't have a, a good old boys club out there going on? I knew some science. Come on. You know yeah. how that works. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do know how it works. And and so does he. Whenever he says, I made a bad mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, he's like, you get a commercial, don't get caught with whatever. His message to people is don't get caught. Yeah, I heard there was a, the latest one of him. He mm -hmm. had a video put up on TikTok, on his, tic, his TikTok account of him. Mm -hmm in a restaurant that was supposed to be closed with some celebrity out there having mm -hmm. dinner and 
all the restaurants are closed. No, that's that's okay though. <laughs> uh, he yeah, wasn't. That's okay. He wasn't. That's his personal kitchen. Every, every you see, you guys are misunderstanding. Wow. Every restaurant in California is his own personal kitchen. Are you not allowed to cook in your own personal kitchen? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, so that's every good. single one, you mm. know, when it's a socialist, I mean, it's a you know a very democratic state. Mm-hmm. No, you, you actually there might be a time when you're not allowed to cook in your own kitchen because yes. your ESG is too your your rating is too poor. So to curb that, we're not going to allow you to cook. Yeah. Now we're just too much electricity. We got a, we got a long ways to go on this. The anonymized data. Now, see, the good thing about this is, Bruce, I'm sure you're concerned about privacy. This is all going to be anonymized. So there's not going to sure. be any personal information in, involved in any of this. They, they've mm-hmm. they've said that there won't be any personal information. Anonymized data from Daily Pass will be used by the Los Angeles Unified School District's research and healthcare collaborators at Stanford University, UCLA, Johns Hopkins University, Anthem Blue Cross. HealthNet and Cedar Sinai to provide insights for strategies to create the safest possible school environment. The Daily Pass, and you're asking, who's this going to be available to? It will be available to all school district employees, students 13 years and older, and family members using computers and mobile devices. The superintendent added that the staff will be assigned to school entrances to help with the process that anyone without a phone or computer will be walked through the process in person. So they give a link here as to where you can access the uh, the daily pass and you can get yours today. Isn't that great? You can log in out there with uh, your uh, your parent portal accounts. The long-awaited move comes as the school district is targeting an April 9th reopening of schools. Systems are also in place to vaccinate school staff at Hollywood Park. The government needs to do its part to make more vaccine doses available. Well, apparently you've got millions of them out there that are unused. What's the problem? I mean, I saw that just a couple of days ago. This is the part where I say you don't have time, Bruce. You, you don't have time to... To, to think about it. You just have to do it because time, time is critical here, right? Time's critical. They say that they must act with urgency as the students can't wait. We need a specific plan with a specific commitment of doses to the LA school, LA Unified School District so we can protect our school staff and all in the school community. That's what Chicago did. And that's what Long Beach did. We need to do that here. Wait, I, you know what? Has anyone asked the students if they should have an education? Well, GP, they, they have to, they, they don't have time to do that. They have to act with Urgency, no, no. They, they they, I mean, come on. If they, we have time to spend down to determine if a five-year-old could determine their gender. We should be able to ask these students if they need an education. You're, you're right. I'm being facetious, and I apologize. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's not see, a. It's, it's not very a, important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you have a fair point, though. I mean, I if, if no, he does. If a if a child is uh, allowed to decide their gender, which is a lifelong decision at a young age, then mm-hmm. they should be able to decide to vote how they want to vote. They should be able to decide, you know, whether they want an education or not. They should be allowed Absolutely. to decide those things at a young age. So well, I don't even know why we're having the school thing, because we didn't ask. Well, we did. We ask these kids. We're forcing our opinion on these kids. We should be asking them if they should have an education and what classes they should be taking, because they know for the rest of their life how this will affect them. Right. No, I agree with you. No, I, I agree with you. No, think about this. No, think about this. That's that's not a laughing matter because look at the child's and youth suicide rate. Look at it. Yeah. Look what this has done. The cures become worse than oh, the I disease. Know. That's what we talked about a year ago. We said we cannot let the cure become worse than the disease. And it has. It has. And yes. why is that? Because it's the government. I would expect nothing less. Now, here's the interesting part. This might not even go through. Now you ask, okay, well, that seems pretty sure that they're going to put all that stuff through. Maybe not. And let me explain why. 
the Unified Teachers of Los Angeles, which is the union representing the district's teachers, mm-hmm. uh, the, the teachers, the counselors, the nurses and librarians argue that in-person instruction should not resume until cases drop to seven per 100,000. Is that mm. a low number? Uh, yes. Will that number ever go to seven per 100,000? By the way, it's that was such happening. an easy number to tweak. It's such an easy easy number to tweak to get whatever agenda you want. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's a great number for that. Uh, the county exits the purple tier, uh, whatever your tier system is out there. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, signifying widespread community transmission. While the union and district remain in negotiations over a safe return to campus, union members are tentatively scheduled to vote this week on whether they would oppose a return to work order. Get your asses back in school None of this daily pass nonsense. Get back on Monday or you're fired. It's that mm. simple. Um, it's that simple. To, to, to give you a quick uh, numbers on this, for California to have uh, seven and 100,000, that's uh, based on your population as of 2019, that's about 2,700 cases. Which is the, whole the, way, pop- they're, wow. which the way they're testing. That's next to impossible. Yeah. Isn't there like always 3,000 cases of flu in California at any given yes. time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, except for this year, they they quit existing. Well, that's true. That's true. It took some time off. Okay. They needed to so, find itself. Okay. Let's, let's expound on this because the EU leaders got together and they had to, they had to pass a, a COVID passport thing because they, they, mm-hmm. they didn't have any choice, right? They didn't have any choice. They said they were forced. They had to do it. They had to do it. Of course, they violated their own charter by doing so, uh, because mm-hmm. if you're in the European Union, you're supposed to have free movement. And under this system, you don't have it. I, I find it funny because these people argue to tear the borders down and then they put them back up. That's what's funny about all this. Oh, no, we well, can't have care. borders. We can't have checkpoints. We can't have all this stuff. But you're literally re-implementing the system that you claim to oppose. You hypocritical no, you, idiots. Yeah, you tear down the, the old system and you enact the system that you want. Yeah. And in the meantime, you destroy everything in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So the European Union will introduce legislation. Legislation. Yeah. Are you asking any of the people? I don't recall you asking any of the people. You're not asking them. You're you're what is it, Bruce? What's your analogy? You're holding a gun to their heads. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They will introduce legislation to introduce a vaccine passport this month. And they've got a great catchy name for it. Wait till you hear this. In a statement released on social- I kill you. Uh, more or less. Yeah. Uh, in a statement released on social media. The uh, EU Commission president, Ursula von der Leyen, said the vaccine passport will provide proof that a person has been vaccinated. Results of tests for those who couldn't get a vaccine yet. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, great. And information related to a successful recovery from the China virus. Oh, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Mm. Wasn't wasn't Ursula like a Disney villain? I I think so. Yeah. The Little Mermaid. She's uh, she looks. I heard that when I read it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right as gp kids, is bad yeah yeah as, as gp is canceling his disney plus membership as we speak yeah so I, the vaccine now listen, last week did you, yeah <laughs> listen to the name that they have come up with for this passport are you ready are you ready mm-hmm. they're calling it the digital green pass interesting name huh why is it gotta be green think about it think about it we know they have to pivot right we know they have to pivot. Mm-hmm. COVID's falling apart. They have to pivot. What's the other agenda that they're that they're hammering on? Green New Deal, change. of course. Climate change, exactly. Yeah. Green pass. Yeah, your green pass. That's the social credit score. ESGs, right? Your green pass. We know this is going to happen. This is the way to control mass populations. I mean, what other alternatives do we have to control large populations? I mean, look what goes on in countries that 
have huge populations. I mean, you, you're literally having genocides and things of that nature to keep. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Keep the hold population in check. Oh, 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 oh. we were Am stable nations. This? We were stable nations until they destabilized us. So yeah, well, that's, that, that the, we can these, we can go in that for. Yeah, the, we could go on down that rabbit hole for for hours, but. Mm -hmm. The fact is, is that we have a charter of laws and of rights. Mm -hmm. Other parts mm -hmm. of the world where you're talking about actions like that do not because it gets enslaved by one horrible despotic dictator after another. We have industrialized systems. We have free market, supposedly free market systems. We have a system of foundations and values that we're supposed to follow. And when you have these things and you, you build this around communities, well, then people are by nature obeyers of law and order, right? People support those things. So my, as long my point as it is, falls within their own interests, but yes. Well, yeah, but we haven't had a problem up until this point. There hasn't been an issue up until this point. They weaponized well, the common cold. forever. Of course we have. Of course we have. But it's never been to the level of what you're talking about. Now, the people that are perpetuating this system of control are the ones that- I don't are know what you're talking about. Have you been to a rally? Mass genocide going on. Yes, GP. Yes. Because they're not socially distanced. They're not wearing masks. Yes, I know. I know. My point is, is that these people that have done this, that are now saying, well, we've had to keep all this stuff locked down, which, by the way, they've been responsible for the destruction of wealth. They've been responsible for the destruction of businesses. They've been responsible for the destruction of families, of morale, of health. And now they're going to say, well, you need this if you want to come out. The same people that caused this problem are now claiming to have the solution. This is not the solution. These people are not the solution. They're the problem. The same people that are the problem are not the solution. You can't have it one and the same. It doesn't work. But they know what's best for us. They're, oh, yes, they're they are betters. They already have no trust from the average public. They have no trust. We looked at the numbers of people that are taking vaccines. They think by doing something like this, it's going to coerce people into doing it and say, oh, we'll just get it over with. No, no. That's going to be the bigger pushback is going to be that right there. All they're doing is they're just paving the way for their own removal in the end. In the end, they don't win this. Yeah, but no, I, I disagree because this will this is a this is a, a filtering, if you will. So you you have yeah, they're splitting society. You have those that will willingly take the the vaccine or do the covid pass or the green pass or whatever they're going to call it. They, they just, you know, yeah, we'll capitulate. We want to do what's right. We just, I want to go back to school. I want to go back to work. I don't care about the information they're taking. I mean, they're anonymizing it. It's, it's fine. And then you're going to have those that are going to be completely against it. And you're going to have division. And they're going to be fighting one another. And it'll make it easier to round up the uh, ones that won't take the vaccine. Yeah, or won't you've already capitulate. got it. Yeah, you, you've already got it. I mean, it's it's already there. They needed something to push it. Like it's, they're driving the wedge. They tried to drive it with climate change and everyone laughed at them, right? Every, everybody laughed at those idiots, the, this whole climate change stuff. Everybody's laughing at Prince Charles and what a disgrace he was. And now, now that the World Economic Forum has reared their ugly head, we talked about that yesterday. They are a laughing stock. They're hated. Bill Gates is not revered. That man's hated out in the streets. He's hated. Yes, they're going to use it as a tool of division and control, but people don't trust these people. Klaus said himself, Klaus Schwab said himself, we're going to work on restoring trust. You don't restore trust with something like this. You restore trust by going away. That's how you restore trust. You want to restore trust? Make yourself extinct, sir. That's how you restore trust. Get lost and don't come back. That's how you restore trust. Oh, and take all your crony puppets in these governments with you, right? That's a good start. That's a good start because we got a lot of cleaning up to do. And you're at the top of the list, pal. The EU Commission president claimed the vaccine passport will 
if you believe this, will respect data protection, security and privacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because your medical information is now going to be given to every single company that you do business with. Or if you want to go somewhere, they're going to have access to all your health information. Oh, yes. That's really respecting privacy. Microsoft has to get in the game to stay competitive, though, because Google has already done this. We've talked about this with the Nightingale project. Nightingale, yeah. They're they're already getting medical information from you if you're using a, um, I forget which company it was specifically, but they do the majority of all the digital paperwork for hospitals and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The aim is to gradually enable them to move safely in the European Union or abroad for work or tourism. Well, that's what the aim of the European Union was to begin with, lady, if you didn't know. That was the idea. Get rid of all the borders in between them and you can move freely, not safely, freely across all the nations. That was the idea. But see, of course, we've been saying for years, I've been saying for more than a decade, they're going to flip that switch. It's not going to be about freedom of movement in the future. And no one cared. Everyone laughed at me. Oh, we've made all this progress. We've made all this progress getting all these nations involved. Look at all the places you can go. And we're in a single currency. Look where you are now. Are you laughing? Are you enjoying that freedom? And the average European doesn't matter where you're from. I don't care if you're German or French or, or Dutch or whatever. They're decent minded people. And they don't think that by default, they, they don't believe that anyone's going to do them harm. These are evil people at the top of this. They're evil people. This is evil. This is sick. I, I, I don't know how to, to convey that to people where it gets through. I, I just don't know how. I don't think you do. I, I, I really don't. I, I like I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know how. The, the problem is with all this when it comes to information like this, the people have to be willing to listen. And because of the division that's going on right now, you know, pitting the left against the right, people are less willing to listen because it's not if it's not coming from their tribe or their camp, they don't want to listen to it because yeah. you're a conspiracy theorist or you're QAnon or you're. Well, uh, you know what? You know what? This talk right here, this stuff about this, this uh, credit scoring and digital passports and biometric IDs and all that stuff. We've been sitting here talking about this for three years plus on this podcast, three years plus. And you know what people used to tell me when I would bring that stuff up to them? Conspiracy theorists. Immediately. Immediately. Conspiracy theorists. Is this a conspiracy? Is this? Oh, let me put it this way. Is this a conspiracy theory? Because there's a difference between a conspiracy and a conspiracy theory. I've charged people with conspiracy. There's a big difference. You can't charge somebody with a conspiracy theory unless, of course, you're the FBI. Then you can charge somebody with a conspiracy theory, apparently. But they are facing a little bit of backlash on Twitter for all this stuff. Some people are coming out saying things, tweeting things like this. It's things like this that make me get up in the morning. I want to thank the tyrants for all of their hard work. Stop the vaccine passports. All right. That's a good one. Right. Of course, they're saying that in response to the EU putting out all that uh, information on, on all of this. Uh, according to the Telegraph, right, English paper, according to the Telegraph, Downing Street, Boris Johnson's place of residence, has indicated that Brexit Britain is already set to hold talks with the EU over the passport scheme. Oh, you're out of the EU, but you're not, right? Out of the frying pan into the fire. This dude had a chance to go down in history as, you know, a, a big deal, if you will, right? Yep. Um, he could have been he's Donald Trump. Go down yeah, Donald Trump or or next to someone like uh, Churchill or something like that, because yep. I mean, it's a big deal getting out of the EU and, and bettering Britain. But now he's going to go down as one of the greatest con men. Yep. And uh, he will he will go down as a disgrace. He uh, he won't go down. He could have been the next Winston Churchill, as you said. Uh, we'll, I, uh, well, OK, let, let me let me correct what I said, though. 
it depends on who wins in the end. Honestly, though, I think it's too late for that from a standpoint of, yes, you're, you say, well, I, it depends on who wins in the end. Well, we already know who wins in the end. These people don't. They don't. Not if we're going by history. If we're going by history, they don't win. Now, they will grab power, yes, and they will hold it for one hour. Yeah, you can go theological with that, but that's all the longer they're going to have it. But when they lose, all these people, all these people in governments, all these people in all these positions, all the rest of them, they're all going to go down as a disgrace to human rights, to human rights, not national rights, right? Forget all that, right? Forget what you know about nationalities in the present and in the immediate future. Forget about that. We got to put all that stuff aside. There's no time for that right now. We'll argue about that stuff later. So they're going to start with airlines, border checks, and all the rest of it. They're going to move further with it. You can bet that they're going to move to public transport. The Swiss prime minister already said that, or president or whatever he is down there. He's already said that. Those who don't have their passport, their green passport, well, they're going to have to sit in a different car on a train. Yeah, that's real inclusive. That, that's real inclusive. That's more equal. That's more fair, isn't it? So we, we switched out color for your social status. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the UK foreign secretary predicts that vaccine passports will be used in supermarkets. Oh, yeah, they're going to use food as a weapon. You better believe it. And I'm just going to leave this one hanging. There's going to come a time in the very near future where people are going to have to make some serious decisions. And that's all I'm going to say, because they're not giving people much alternative at this point. Now, you ask... Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Is this a, a, a generalized idea that's just being put forth by countries like Israel and put out by the, uh, the World Economic Forum and, and the EU and the UK and the, the Los Angeles School District? No. Because if you look at all of those things, if you look at the European Union, if you look at the UK, if you look at the Los Angeles School District, well, then if you just look at those things, there's not really any connection, right? There's no connection. You can't really say, or, or even the World Economic Forum for that matter, you look at all these things. I mean, they're all pushing the same agenda, right? But they're not working with each other, are they? They're not. They're not, maybe behind the scenes, they could be collaborating, maybe. Yeah, not officially. It, not it, officially. It's more of a, yeah, I think it's more of a, they have a long-term goal and they're all working towards that long-term goal, but not together, if you will. So they have an overarching narrative that they're pushing for, and they're all pushing for it in their own way. Yeah. Right. But the bigger question is, though, is it their original concept? Is it their idea? For example, you could argue the biggest player in all of this would be the World Economic Forum, right? The Davos Group. You could argue that would be the biggest player on the stage of the candidates that I mentioned. But is it their agenda? Is it something that they're championing? Is it something that they've come up with? And I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. And I had to think back on it because I, I remembered there was something back before Christmas and it was literally a headline for a day, for a day. And I remember Xi Jinping in China coming out and talking about QR codes. So I had to go back and I had to look and see if I could find it. And sure enough, I did. November 22nd, Chinese President Xi Jinping proposes a global QR code health system to boost travel. Well, gee whiz, we're seeing all of those things being proposed now, aren't we? Just magically, they're all just here, huh? It's almost like they are following an agenda from communist China, almost. What was it we've been saying for the last three years, Bruce, when we talk about the social credit score and the digital dark age stuff and all that stuff? What was it we were saying? They were beta testing the social credit system in China so they could bring it here. But we didn't know how they were going to bring it in. We knew that they were trying to move it here. We knew that they were trying to do that. But they needed a medium to bring it in. They didn't have it. You have to have that QR code you're talking about. 
It's um, called the Health Declaration Code. As of December 14th of last year, you have to have one as a foreigner flying to China. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, of course, now you're going to have to have it everywhere. It's not just going to be going to China. It's going to it's going to be global. It's going to be a global ID. And this is what they've been after. This is what the banks have been after. And I, oh, yes, I said that. This is what the banks have been after for 100 years is a global ID, and they haven't been able to get it. So back to Xi. Chinese President Xi Jinping on Saturday, this is back from November 22nd, right? That article's out there. Anyone can go and pull it. It was reported by several sources, including CNN. Xi Jinping on Saturday proposed using a digital health code system as a fast track for orderly travel between countries while calling for stronger international coordinations to reestablish cross-border movement. See if any of this sounds familiar with what we're seeing right now in the last 48 to 72 hours. Xi addressed other world leaders at a virtual meeting for the G20 when he said that a QR code system could help open up travel by allowing for coronavirus test results to be recognized internationally. Hmm. What was it the head of the, the EU commission just said? Well, this is to help people travel internationally and get your test results and everything, right? It's almost like she's saying the same thing. We need to further standardize policies and establish fast tracks to facilitate the orderly flow of people. You see, it's people management. It's control. Mm. They don't give a damn about your health. These people want you as sick as humanly possible so they can manage you. They can control you. They can keep you suppressed. They have no interest in you being healthy. That's why the gyms are closed. Where's the talk well, of exercise through any of this? Where is that? It's not there. To the idea of population control, they have to regulate where you travel if they're going to have a population control. But this is why we have system. passports. We already have passports for identification, but they're going a step further yeah. with it. But no, not. Yeah, but passports are for identification and it's not for population controls. This is more of a we have to regulate how many people are on the planet so that we can better regulate our resources. Now, that's what they're going to claim. What their real motive is, I honestly don't know. Other than the fact we've seen this before in, in history where you have dictators or, or nobles or elite rise up and say, we're going to tell you how to live. Of course, every time that's happened, it's always ended with millions dead. It's not like it's not been tried like 40 mm -hmm. some times now and it's failed every single time. But mm -hmm. yeah, Well, whatever. Bruce, they have to try. They, they have to try. What other choice do they have? Uh, get the hell out of my business. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a great choice. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's that's the obvious choice here. That I mean, that's the easiest one. Just go away and don't ever come back. That's true, actually. That, that is the easiest one. That is the quickest one, even. Yeah. I told you over a year ago, I said the smartest thing these people could do. This is before everything got really bad. I said the smartest thing these people could do would be to just leave. It's the smartest thing they could do. I'm just going to leave that one hanging. A QR code. Now, again, what, what were the Europeans calling it? The green digital, the digital green pass. Isn't that, is that what they were calling it? Yeah. The, the digital green pass. Yeah. And the Israelis, the green pass, that's what, what they're calling it, right? A QR code is a type of barcode that can be scanned and processed by smartphones. Well, it's for your convenience. According to the paper that G was putting forth in this presentation that he was giving at the G20, a green code indicates a healthy status while yellow and red mean the person must quarantine. China's been using the method to keep track of the health status of citizens and their travel records since February of last year. Not this year, of last year. See, again, beta test, then they'll bring it here. They're beta testing it there. 
and they will bring it here. The Western elites that are carrying this agenda that are implementing it here have been testing it in collaboration with the communist Chinese in their country because they don't give a damn about human rights. They stomp on it over there. And now they're bringing it here. It's real simple. Well, China's done it right. I mean, they've defeated COVID there. They did it yeah. right. Yeah, they also they also declared a total victory against poverty, according to what they said last week. Well, it depends upon your comparative speaking of poverty, but well, yeah, GP, they just changed the definition of what poverty means, and it's that's exactly simple. just like they're doing here. They're just changing the meanings of everything. Like we changed mm-hmm. the definition of herd immunity. Like pov- poverty here in America is a thousand dollar cell phone, three hundred dollar shoes, and being able to complain about whatever you want, uh, having a roof over your head. Running water, that's poverty here in America. But where where's my three hundred dollars shoes then? Well that's yeah. poverty. So where's you're, my you're thousand dollar phone? You're in poverty. Yeah, right. Now No, but they if you say, see the people that are, that complain they're in poverty, the the groups that they say they, they all have it's insane the amount of stuff that they have. They say in this article, they say it was not immediately clear whether other countries would take part in the system. Is it clear now? Is it clear now? You see, this is what they do. They will present a report or a headline just like this. Wait for a few months to go by till you forget about it. We're very forgetful people, you know, and then they'll bring it right to your doorstep. And that's what they're doing now. They're bringing it right to your doorstep. Okay. I wanted to spend a little bit of time here on this, and this will be the last point we're going to cover. GP, I I need you back here for this one. You're going to love this. I I saved this one specifically for you. Trust me, you're going to like this. So Mm -hmm. you were asking yesterday about the $15 an hour minimum wage, and I said that they didn't include it in the COVID Mm -hmm. relief bill. So I I know you were Mm -hmm. disappointed about that because maybe you wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's good to have these discussions with you when you're around because you've been arguing against $15 an hour for quite some time because of everything that it will do and and all Mm -hmm. the uh, disruptions in the economy that it will cause. Well, I have good news for you. I I have good news for you. Because the $15 an hour minimum wage didn't get thrown into the the COVID relief bill, Mm -hmm. uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez... Oh, dear God. Has said that a $15 an hour minimum wage is a deep, deep compromise, and it should be $24 an hour. So that should fix everything then, right? So we're not doing 15. Uh, see, the argument's now not 15. So see, she's doubled down. So now we need $24 an hour minimum wage. What did she get her degree in? Uh, I'm, I'm not One sure. Of was economics, was there? One of them was economics, yeah. Was it really? From Boston. Yeah. Area. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's this thing ever. And I'm not joking about this. She was on uh, the Mehdi Hassan show uh, and mm-hmm. she was talking about the, the whole the topic was the push for $15 an hour minimum wage. She says any person who thinks that a $15 an hour minimum wage is this crazy socialist agenda is living in a dystopian capitalist nightmare. And we should not prop that up. We should not continue that. There are basic goods that people can't afford to live on on $7.25 an hour. She continued, arguing that it is deeply, deeply shameful that they are having this conversation in the first place. Because when you take the minimum wage from several decades ago and you actually account for inflation and productivity gains today, it should be $24 an hour. Do you know how many people are on minimum wage currently in the U.S.? I do, but I'm going to let you do that so I don't steal your thunder. 0.8% of the population, the workforce. 0.8% 0.8% of the workforce, workforce of the or the population? The workforce. Okay. Of people in the workforce, 0.8% yes. mm-hmm. make minimum wage. Yeah. But, yeah, but if you make five cents over minimum wage, you're not making minimum wage. So. Right. That's true. But my point is, 
companies are already doing something more than minimum wage. In fact, most states' minimum wage is higher than the federal minimum wage. So increasing the federal minimum wage, we've talked about it before, the prices of the products are going to go up and you, the consumer, are going to be paying for that wage increase, not the corporation or small business or whatever. So, and that, that includes everything that's from food, beverages, to healthcare, to, uh, clothing. I mean, it across the board, everything's going to be more expensive and $24 an hour. That's $2 an hour more than the, the average income in the U S well, Bruce, $24 an hour. I mean, that that's going to be a, a living wage, right? You'll be able to afford things at that point. Every time you increase the minimum wage, you increase the minimum wage by $0. Every, every increase is causing everything else to increase in price as well. So it's effectively cancels each other out. So you're effectively increasing the minimum wage by $0 every I time. Understand. I understand. But apparently someone with an economics degree such as her doesn't understand any of this. I think she does, actually. I, I think it's she's gotten her marching orders. She likes the fame, the publicity, the the recognition. I, I think it's more of a she's doing this to stay in line to to keep her position. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the thing was the thing with her was it's like she she was a victim, right? Now she's taken that spotlight off of herself with all the all this crap that they're doing. Now that you got the FBI spokespeople out there talking about how they're uh, all these domestic terrorists at the Capitol, blah, 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 you know, all the rest of that garbage. But now she's back out with another blockbuster saying, oh, no, $15 an hour. That's not enough. That's a compromise. That's a compromise. Now we need 24. So see, she wasn't this big, hypocritical, lying congresswoman a couple of weeks ago. No, she wasn't that. It's not like she got caught. You remember how she had to leave up there crying at the podium? Yeah, while she was consoling her, you know, and stuff. And apparently from what GP says, that went on for 90 minutes. 90 minutes. She was up there crying at the podium. It was despicable. Despicable. She went on to say, she said, Democrats must understand how deep of a compromise $15 an hour is. And she says this needs to be done with a multi-year phase in, right? It's, it's easy to do if you just do it in multi-years. So if you raise oh. it by $5 this year and $8 next year and, and $6 the next year, then so yeah. just just increase it slowly over the next nine years. Right, right. right. Yeah, about 2030, roughly, right, yeah, right around yeah. in there somewhere. It's a great, yeah. great, it's a nice round year. It's a nice, nice round year. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what that will do for billionaires in this country? That'll make them trillionaires. Because if you increase the dollar value that way, you know, to $25, an hour, that means people can buy more consumer goods. For a short term, until their money is raised. Uh, okay, yeah, I was going to say until. And then, then yeah, they can't afford the it. Then they can't afford it. Then they raise it again. They can't afford it. They raise. It's this. It's this consistent cycle. But it will make the American dollar. It, it could Worthless. make the American dollar. Well, yeah. Well, not necessarily at first. Inflation. Yeah, inflation is going. It's going to go through the roof. You, you talk about hyperinflation, which, by the way, Letitia James, the uh, New York Attorney mm -hmm. General. She made a blockbuster statement today saying that cryptocurrencies are dangerous. And yet she wants to make a cryptocurrency of her own that's ran Does by she? the central banking. Yeah, Does she's she? talked about having an own, their own uh, digital currency to uh, that, that's solely ran by the Letitia James? I believe so, yeah. Or she's Janet Yellen. Letitia oh, James is my... the New York Attorney General going after Cuomo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, sorry. I, I was thinking of uh, – you're right. I was thinking of the other yeah. one. I, I find it funny now she's out bashing cryptocurrencies and she's in the process of barbecuing uh, Governor Cuomo up there, figuratively speaking, or politically speaking, right? Politically speaking. I Honestly, I expected 
I legitimately expected the government to go after cryptocurrencies because it's something that they can't regulate and they don't like that. Governments don't like stuff they can't regulate. I don't mind cryptocurrencies. I just don't know anything about them. I think it's a good thing because it's just inherently, I think it's a good thing because it's something that comes up that challenges the established order. And it's something that allows people to take back their finances in their own hands as opposed to having centralized control. But I don't know anything about them. I'm kind of uh, of the opinion if people want to use crypto, I mean, if you want to mess with cryptocurrencies, that's your prerogative. You know, I mean, cryptocurrencies only have the worth that you're willing to give them. It's kind of like it's kind of like art or it's kind of like uh, any other product. It's only worth what you'll pay for it. That's kind of the same with cryptocurrencies. They have no intrinsic value. It's only the value that we've said that they're worth. Well, it's just like anything else, isn't it? It's whatever we, or well, in, in the case of currencies, it's like whatever the market determines is what yeah, the value is. Basically, yeah. Well, apparently, if AOC wants to uh, pay people $24 an hour as a minimum wage, start a cryptocurrency, right? And then she can uh, just say, she can just say it's worth $24 for one, right? Why not just make, you know, government credits, right? And then just have some federally run businesses that accept federal credits. And then there mm-hmm. you go. And then you might be able to tie it to this this digital green pass that, that yeah. you're talking about. Or you can yeah. tie it to the like the daily pass mm-hmm. for school lunches. Well, that would and be climate. Climate is such and a big climate deal change. now. Yeah, yeah. We, we could tie it to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. She went on to say that uh, 81 million people cast their ballots to elect. Uh, she was calling on Joe Biden in the White House to address the, the minimum wage crisis. Uh, she said that uh, 81 people, 81 million. Yeah, that's about right. 81 million people cast their ballot to elect you on a platform that called for $15 an hour minimum wage. We urge you to keep that promise. But he did make that call, right? He did call for he did call for 15 an hour. Yeah, he did. Yeah, call. And he also said he was going to cure yeah. cancer, too. Yeah, true. He said it just again the other day. He did. And the first time he said it on the campaign trail, he said, I promise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like any other politician that made yeah. a promise and then didn't yeah. fulfill it. Right. We must act now. So you got to act now. You you have to act now. It's just like the, the COVID the COVID passes. You have to act now. You got to do it today. You don't have time to think about it. You have to act now. Because t- time is time's running out. We must act now to prevent tens of millions of hardworking Americans from being underpaid any longer. Tell that to the Keystone employees. All right, we are out of time, so we are going to have to go today. But uh, anyway, yeah. Hey, twenty-four dollars an hour, gentlemen. Right, that's what we need to strive for. Yeah, we got to fight for awesome. twenty-four. Awesome, and now. then we raise everything else. Then we. Yep. What do we have to raise? Yep. All the nurses. We gotta, all goods and services mm. have to go up. Yeah, everything's got to go yeah. up. To, yeah. So fifteen dollars an hour, you're looking at a thirty percent increase, thirty to fifty percent increase across the board. Now you're going to be looking at a seventy to ninety percent increase across the board. Is that great? Is that great? I can't wait to do go. I want to get a value meal, and it's uh, twenty-eight bucks. Okay. Yeah. Come person. on over. Come on over here. It's 20. It's already 20. Yeah. yeah. Come on over. You guys are already 20, but that's because of health, the health concerns and stuff. Well, yeah. You guys got yeah, the that. VAT tax and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Well, of course. And now you've got to have, well, GP, you got to have a green pass before you can get in over here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, true. All right. We'll see how that long. That <laughs> yeah. That's, you've got right now, you've got, with the amount of people that are refusing, they're doing it because people are refusing it. That, that's why they're doing it. So now they're going to squeeze people even more. That's the initiative behind it. You've got most of the healthcare workers, half of the healthcare workers in Germany are saying, we don't want it. You've got three people per 100 that are ref- that are taking vaccines here right now. That number's not going to increase. I don't see that. If anything, I see that number decreasing going forward. Wasn't there a Star Wars quote from episode four that says the, the, the tighter you squeeze your grip, the more it's just going to slip through your fingers? It's kind of the, Something the more like they that, squeeze yeah. for COVID. 
stuff. Yeah. It's just gonna people are gonna resist. Yeah, and those 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 people down there in uh, in in Davos, they're already hated anyway. Look at how they get treated after one video, right? <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, they yeah. got. They got egg all over their faces. They're a laughing stock. They're a joke. Yeah, as I said, we are going to have to go. We're out of time. So thank you guys for being here today. We are promoting our Telegram channel. We are almost at 100 subscribers. We just started that channel. What was it, uh, Bruce? Like three weeks ago? Three, three, four weeks? No, it's been no six weeks ago. We've actually we've done six exclusives yeah. now. Yeah, six weeks ago. We've got a hundred new subscribers. Thank you all very much for that. That's fantastic. A hundred new listeners within a month. Thank you very much. That's amazing. Thank you all. And the fact that you're still here means that uh, you enjoy hearing GP. You don't like hearing any of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So, uh, yes. So what we're doing, we're, we're asking anyone who has not jumped over to the Telegram platform yet, we're encouraging you to do so because we know that podcasting censorship is coming in the coming days. And we are looking to build an alternative platform somewhere else where we can continue to get uh, to get our content out. And Telegram is gracious enough to provide that platform. And they have said publicly that they are going to take content creators into consideration on building a future platform. So uh, they're going to be targeted for that. Uh, and so we're looking to get in on that over there as well. And we're building a fantastic base with all the new listeners we have over there. Thank you all very much. So if you're getting on Telegram, get signed up to us over there. Just search for Dynamic Independence. We're a public channel. We will pop right up. Click join. You will be subscribed to us. You will get all of our podcasts we put out here every day. And you will also get an exclusive podcast that we put out just for our Telegram subscribers once a week. And you get to hear GP with his expanded vocabulary. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow here as much as possible, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for being here today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.